in one 80-minute period, we've reached our bare-breast quota for the year of 2021. Jamie? Yeah. Johnny? Yeah. Let's go watch Not of This Earth. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast, and every other week we watch a different movie from the 80s, and then we talk about it. My name is Doug McCambridge. Mm -hmm. I'm one of your two hosts, and with me as always, maybe it's Jamie Lorello. Jamie, take the sunglasses off so I know it's you. No, I can't. Okay. I'll take my shirt off, though. We should have. Okay. <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> we should have done this, all three of us, with sunglasses on. I think that would have been fun. <laughs> For nobody, none of the listeners at all, but for us. I left mine down in the um, basement, so oh, precariously. Oh, near the burning, yeah. <laughs> near the corpses. Yeah. I was like, it smells like dead body in here. Let me leave it these sunglasses. doesn't smell like dead there. bodies at all. The only thing I could think is she's like, oh, it's summer. I was just in the pool, and for some reason, he's got the chimney going. <laughs> Smells like va vacuum cleaner bags as well. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. Vacuum <laughs> oh what kind of vacuum is that? Like, I need to show you this in the basement, in the cellar. This is a cellar vacuum. Is it a dry vac? What is it? Or a wet vac? Whatever. I don't know. Like, don't you you're normally, like, the vacuum cleaner salesman is like, let me drop some chips yeah, on your carpeted yeah. floor and let me spill some wine. Like, not, <laughs> i got to see your cellar space because this vacuum is all I about. I to show you this in the cellar. <laughs> I would have loved it if everybody just had an excuse to get into the cellar. Like, the guy's like, I've got a great wine stacking system that I'd like to show you, but we have to go down to the cellar to do that. Those three ladies that he brings down there, those... <laughs> Three or something. I so can't weird. wait to talk about them. <laughs> but we All are right. not. We're not alone. Uh, you may hear somebody. Well, you heard somebody talking. Um, this is our summer of sequels. If you've been paying any attention, if you're a regular sidekicks, Doug. Sidekicks. Yes. What thank did I you. say? Yeah. Summer of sequels even know. again. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll never forget. That. As long as I live, I'll be like, "How was the best movie we watched?" Karate Kid Part 2. How was the best thing that we watched Mads? It is, thank you, uh, sidekick. Uh, but today, who we have with us is Johnny Numb of the Last Knock Podcast. Johnny, thanks for thank coming on. Thank you guys on. for having me. Oh. And for, I was about to say most listeners, for all listeners, this is the first time they're hearing you on our podcast Right. But we had you even on, though oh, we had you on way back in twenty sixteen. So what I would recommend to people right now, well maybe not right now, finish listening to this, but right. go way back to October twenty sixteen and you will hear Jamie and I having way more fun than we've <laughs> ever had just the two of us. And there's a reason for that because there's a third voice that you will not hear. <laughs> And that's Johnny's voice, because he came on to talk about Chopping Mall, and it's it's one of the big regrets of the show is that your audio didn't work, and 
people never got to hear your impression of those chopping mall robots, those kill bots. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was really great. Have a nice day, Doug. Okay. <laughs> there you go, guys. No need to go back and listen. Or, or actually just take that out of this episode and insert it in your mind wherever you want to while listening. <laughs> but Johnny, thank you so much for coming back on. I really wanted to have you back on at some point and uh, this is long, long overdue, but I appreciate you coming on. Do I appreciate the movie you brought? I'm not <laughs> sure. I think we could talk about that. So Johnny, the one thing I'm asking everybody is every, every guest got to bring a movie or pitch a movie to us like it's your choice and you had Man. an entire 10 year period of film history to choose from you could have brought us i don't know my dinner with andre if you wanted to but instead <laughs> you brought us this movie and can you explain why you brought us this movie like what is it why like, why did this come into your mind? I know you and I went back and forth a little bit. There were a few things you were considering. You landed on this, so I guess my question is, why did you land on this? Did you actually say the title, Doug? Okay. No. no. It's, it's <laughs> something I never do. So you can, you can start with the title. Okay, the, the, the movie we were talking about, quite fortuitously, is uh, another Jim Wynorski movie, actually. Um, and I, that was not a conscious decision. Um, Wait, are you serious? Because the amount of people, the amount of crossover with actors in this and Chopping Mall blew my mind when I looked at it. Oh, I only it. knew of one. It was, I, I thought it was just, oh, you'll, okay, you'll have to enlighten me then. Uh, yeah, I Okay, will. The, the reason I picked this, it's actually very boring and lame. The desk where I've been working mm -hmm. at the, for the past year and a half, to my immediate left against the wall is my snob, snobby boutique label uh, media shelf. Doug, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, okay, sure. Yeah. So I've got my Arrow, my Blue Underground, all in alphabetical order. And off to my left, I look, and there is Not of This Earth. And I'm like, I haven't watched this I have this movie. I haven't watched it in many years. I remembered ah. liking it. It's from the 80s. And that was that's really as simple as it is. I was just like, I wanted to rewatch this movie. So that's why I picked it. Wow. And like in your office, it was just hanging out there and almost like, like winked at you. Like, hey, I could be part of that oh. summer. <laughs> or, nope, sidekick summer. I did it. I did it then. I would, I would love to have a sidekick like Tracy Lords, but I don't think she needs a sidekick. Oh, she is. She's, well, she's doing quite well for herself now. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's just say that. <laughs> She, she doesn't need any I, help from she, us. She, she actually said uh, in the interview on the disc that this was a step up for her from where she was. And I'm like, you know her. what? I, I understand well, where she's coming from. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 I, I found her like I, Jamie, you and I um, have a mutual friend. Pat is a huge yes. Tracy Lords fan, like a, like yes, a legitimate fan. Tracy Lords fan. Mm -hmm. And I did some digging and you're right, John. I mean, this is a step up for her, but there's so much about this that is just like a, all right, this is my first legitimate, and listen, hey, if you're in the porn industry, that's cool, that could be legitimate, but like, this that's is her first film, and you can really see her just trying to figure it out, like, Aww. just scene by scene, trying to figure out how to deliver non-pornographic dialogue. <laughs> and how to read other actors and maybe like 
a Corman joint is the way to do that because you watch her in stuff now ish and you know 10 years after this and she's legitimately pretty yeah, good yeah. so this is a step up and just what she was able to do with this is quite impressive because <laughs> look at the stable of actors around her no one else really <laughs> made it as far as she did oh no no it's like I, I was trying to figure out if i recognized anybody from anywhere except kelly maroney and i'm like i, I don't know any of you people yeah. really so mm-mm that Kelly Maroney thing that came out of nowhere I did not expect her in this movie and I was like well this I didn't even recognize her I was like well this has to be some I mean there's like eight people in this movie yeah, yeah. Have to do research. <laughs> well she she plays Tracy's replacement at the the doctor's office right yeah yes yeah. okay yeah I... oh. so yeah so as you said it's not of this earth from 1988 <laughs> um Jim a Jim Wynorski <laughs> joint I think I think the only thing we did really of his was Chopping Mall. I think that's the only time we, you know, ventured into his filmography. And I think the only time we did another Roger Corman movie was... Forbidden um, World. Oh, Forbidden World. Which which I liked much better than you guys. For somewhat prurient reasons, yeah. <laughs> Well, after watching this, I was like, you know what? Forbidden World wasn't that bad. Oh, <laughs> so, shots fired, Doug. No. Yeah, maybe. I'm not so sure. Um, so let's get started because also there are two movies. I, I sort of mentioned off the top, Johnny, that there's a lot of crossover between this and Chopping okay. Mall. And for whatever reason, there's a lot of crossover between this and Commando, too. Oh, wow. And Commando. A lot of these people were in Commando. <laughs> Jeremy, the, the guy who dresses like a, a doorman, he was oh, in... Oh, yeah, the guy... Yeah, he was in Commando. Oh. The, what yeah. was he in Commando? Uh, he was just... He was one of the guys that was there to make sure that Arnold wasn't killed at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was like instantly murdered. <laughs> Oh, okay. And same okay. with the, the vacuum cleaner salesman was the guy in Commando who retired to be a car salesman and was murdered Holy by being crap. run over by a car. Okay. Wow. And he was also one of the cops in um, Slumber Party Massacre 2. <laughs> wow. So, I was, this is... I, there's Lots of, lots of lines is, being crossed one of here. The, of one of the... Um, one of the prostitutes. I wonder who the casting director was. I don't know. One of the prostitutes yeah. that he brings back, one of the three, the, the girl the with trio. the dark mm-hmm. hair, mm-hmm. was the girl in Commando when he's fighting with the guy in the hotel room and they bust in on the man and the woman having sex. Oh. And he stabs him with the table leg. That was her. Typecasting. Wow. Quite the crew. It's like the oddballs from Commando. They were like, all right, come on. We yes. got another job for you guys. It's minimal lines. Go, just let's do it. Actually, no, because Jeremy, Jeremy is that one guy's yeah. character, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and the fact that this yeah. is after Commando makes me think these people really took oh. a step back in their <laughs> careers. But maybe they thought it was up. Maybe they, because they these are bigger, well, the girl doesn't have a bigger oh, role. Oh, Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy has a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he does. He, he looked like, it looked like he, he was having a good time with, I don't know, it looked like maybe it was a fun, comfortable set. I'll say that. I don't know how it translated as far as a movie. I don't know. But it looked like on set they were chummy and, and got set, along. And by set, the single set that they used where they just yes. moved walls in and out. Yes. 
<laughs> now we're in a police station. <laughs> it's all right. Let's get into this. Let's start talking about this movie. The beginning of this movie, it's just footage from other Corman space movies. Is I, this correct? I, I counted the, the three. I, the three I recognized were Galaxy of Terror, Humanoids from the Deep, mm-hmm. and your favorite Forbidden World pop up over the opening credits. Yeah. Yeah, the opening credits are that. So that is what it is. Because I was like, is this what we're? Is this like a summary of what we're about to see, or is this what is this? Like, this is the strangest um, opening credits. Well, besides when we first we first see the couple necking yes. and make it out in the car, I do like her line. She's for some reason she's trying to get him get his attention because there's a big flash <laughs> over their their necking in in a little car or in a little car they're necking out in a car and there's a flash of light and she's trying to get his attention and he's like quit jacking me and she goes i was jacking you off before now i'm trying to tell you something i mean there's lines like that throughout the movie but i that was the first one i encountered and i was like we're writing that down and then i realized i can't write them all down because there's too many that are like dialogue it's too quick i don't know what to do yeah. Oh, Tommy, the girls in the homeroom were right. It is bizarre because, like, you think she doesn't want to be date raped in this car, but she's just like, you know what? But no, she, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's seat. where like, she wants to be. Mixed signals. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed signals. So we see that. I guess an alien, some sort of alien spacecraft lands, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. I'm going to just refer to him as Space Businessman. I know his name is Mr. It's, Johnson, but it took me a long time to actually write I think that his down. First, I think his first Sorry. name is Paul. Oh, yeah. okay. Great. But you can call him Mr. S- you can Good call him Mr. Business Spaceman, Doug. That's fine. Okay. I wrote Men in Black. Every time he was on, I was like, the Man in Black. So nobody wrote Mr. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> nobody no. wrote the character. I, I kept, you, you know, he looks like he looks like a really lost, wayward blues brother. Like he's trying to find Jake and Elwood. It does. One hundred. One. He's just a yes. blues brothers groupie who has traveled across the universe. <laughs> To find out what's going on, and then he discovers John Goodman. He's like, "This is not as good." I'm on a mission from the chariots of the gods. <laughs> so he basically comes up. He's a he's a spaceman of some sort, and he murders this guy. Like he strangles the guy, and then yeah. zaps her with his eyeless eyeball. Ness, anyone want to jump in here to try and explain what's happening? It's yeah. a laser that shoots out of his eyes, mm-hmm. right? It's a hypnotic um, blood. Like somehow, when he lasers them, he gets their blood. Um, or does he he, do he that attaches after? like a pump or whatever, somehow to to, to oh, do the transfusion. Right. There's that thing yeah. he puts on. <laughs> that's right. It is more medical. Yeah, it, than, it's 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 not so, just yeah, as easy right. as shooting him with eye lasers and getting the blood that way. <laughs> that would that would be much more efficient than the method he has. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, it does it's seem a little like cumbersome, he's using the method magical he has. Then he's got the jugs of yeah, yeah. blood that he's got to <laughs> bring all our <laughs> refrigerate them. So, yeah, so he... <laughs> we see him, like, get out basically a kit. Like, all right, now I'm going to do something this one. We don't really know blood's involved at right. this point. But this is where, like I said, we get the title sequence, which is just a mashup of yeah. alien movies. And... 
I was thinking, like, Jamie, you thought these were the scenes of what was going to happen. I was like, yeah, is this yeah, stuff that's happened before? Like, everything looked like some sort of alien invasion. I'm like, how does this relate to what we're watching right now? Actually, I was kind of like, since I hadn't watched the movie in so long, those credits started, and I was like, what the hell is going on? And that's like, oh, I recognize this and that and the other thing. I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? Oh, okay, they're alien movies. This yeah. is an alien movie. But it's kind of, it's right. kind of, it's kind of weak because... I, I can imagine the people watching it were probably ticked off. It's like, oh, we're not going to see this gnarly, gory stuff in this movie. Like we're seeing a no, yeah. none, none of, of this, none of these things it's, it's, happen. It's in all no. these other New World movies. Yeah, yeah, everything we're seeing. There's no sea monster in this movie. I wanted to see a sea monster. There's monsters that are vomiting. There's a naked girl being eaten by a she's monster. She's not being eaten, Jamie. There's. No, oh, something not. else is happening there. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. How many movies are there? How many movies are there, Johnny? Do we have to bring you on for like eight more movies? If, if you want to talk Roger Corman alien movies, I am there. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, we already did one. And this is why I knew we were watching footage because... Jamie, remember in Forbidden World, there's that dummy janitor guy who's like cleaning up everything and the alien attacks him? Oh, yeah, I recognized him. <laughs> oh I recognized him. Yeah, I did. I yeah. was like, wait when, a minute, we've seen when this I saw guy. That That's doofus, when I was like, catching on. Like, wall. I was like, oh, this is just footage from random nonsense. <laughs> yeah, that's when I caught on because I was like, I know that guy. I know that janitor sweep up. <laughs> But then there was the baby being born, and I didn't recognize that yeah. alien baby coming out of the mom's thing. Hey, what that movie's was... that, Johnny? That looked awesome. Uh, that, that's Humanoids from the Deep. That's a fun one. Yeah. That's Humanoids from the Deep. Okay, okay. all right. I had seen that a long time ago. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, actually, actually, in hindsight, I would say that uh, Humanoids and Galaxy of Terror, which is the other movie I recognize, they're probably better than Not of This Earth, even though I still like Not of This Earth. So. We're, okay. All right. I mean, we're not re really here to talk about good news all the time. <laughs> stop giving us all these great Roger Corman movies. <laughs> well, so I could... now we cut to, and this is, I I don't know what this clinic is or what's happening here. The fact the that you just walk office. in and say, I need a blood transfusion, I called ahead. <laughs> Seems so strange. I don't want to test. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a blood test. And she almost laughs it off like, this is hilarious that this guy doesn't want a blood test. Let me just call the doctor and joke to him about this. But nobody really is. You can't just walk in somewhere and say, I need a blood transfusion, right? Well, they don't give out blood like yeah. gasoline. That's clearly what she says. There's not a blood pump waiting for you. Fuel up. Oh, my God. I, I could not believe this. And then the fact that he just sits down in this waiting room. He's an alien, doesn't know anything. Later when he's talking to the female alien and she's like, I don't know, what do I do? Hotel room? Money? I don't know what that is. And he's like, I don't know, you'll figure it out. I fucking figured it out. Don't yeah, he does. It. He just kind of lets I, I, her I, be. <laughs> Aliens are like humans with Asperger's, I guess. That's how I took it. Like, they have no idea how to socially engage. I, I think they're more like and, kitty cats. You know, the ma cat raise, raises the little ooh. ones for like two weeks and then, or three weeks, and then they're on right. their own. It's like, you, you, you'll, learn, you'll learn out in the yeah. real world, little kitten. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Trial and error. That's and then how you'll we just all run just into know, a gang of right? new wave punks who will try to try to stick a knife in there or something. So. 
<laughs> How tough are those guys? You get. And then we'll cut to a different movie for a little while. <laughs> and I discovered that these were multiple movies stitched together oh. only because I was trying to look up the people in this movie. And the one random woman that's looking for her cat and then is murdered by a shadow. I was like, oh, I wonder who that is. She's, she's not looking for her poodle, her, her dog. dog, right? I thought. Oh, her yeah. dog. All right. I was. Yeah. She was not. No, no, no. Not that woman. The, oh, the one in the negligee that was answering no, the phone. Like, I what was she that was all about? Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> she was waiting for her friend to come over. Her friend just called and she was like, when are you coming over? I'm in my 90s. I thought I'm the dark haired lady was looking for a cat, but it's a dog you're saying? Uh, yeah, I, the, 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 I didn't yeah. know that was from a different movie until I tried to find her name in the credits and she wasn't listed. Oh. Anyway, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll talk about the many different movies that are stitched in here. But we do find out this comes back. This is kind of important. Um, he's very sensitive to sound. He doesn't like the loud yeah. sounds that are in this like waiting Like the buzzer. Room. Right, right. So he gets called back to the doctor's office, and the doctor never asks why he needs a transfusion. It's more like you, ju you, you just can't just get like, one. Yeah, if you don't get tested. Yeah. yeah. If you don't yeah. take a test, you just can't. No get doctor one. in town will do it for you. Yeah. No doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where the alien businessman cuts himself and sees that he can't bleed, but he's like, I don't know, it'll bleed later, but there's not a whole lot of it, so I need more blood. Like evaporates. Yeah. yeah. The doctor won't do anything, and I love how the doctor goes, well, if we don't test you, I don't even know what type you are. And his response is, oh, I'm, oh. uh, um, uh, oh. Yeah, that's right. I'm, uh, oh, does that okay. sound convincing? <laughs> But I like the doctor's firm. He's like, I can't, I can't trust your response to that. I mean, look at you. For, for as long as yeah. that's for as long as that scene was going on, I was half expecting the doctor to be like, Yeah, just, just sit down. We'll stick a needle in you. Let's just get this over with. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It it's fine. We don't. We just keep rabid blood next to regular untainted <laughs> blood in this place. Doug, you know what yeah. I liked about uh, the doctor's office behind the little table, the examination table. There's a big, there's a big framed picture of the periodic table for some reason. Ah! <laughs> it was like just they just they were shooting as a high school classroom, and we're like, I don't know, let's let's suddenly try and turn this into a lab for some reason, and we forgot that on the wall. Just leave it there; it's fine. I mean, it's it's science. It's sophisticated. Yeah. You know, I was gonna say it's science, and it's. Sort of related. Why put up an anatomy, a picture or, of the human or body? Have or, the, or have one of those dummy skeletons, you know? It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right, with the yeah. parts in it. Yeah. Yeah. No. How tough is it to get a poster of, like, the circulatory <laughs> system? I mean, that's, it's easy enough to get, and that's what this guy does for a living. But we see that the alien somehow hypnotizes him. There's a yeah. lot of... Voiceover he's powerful hypnotizing in this and i like when the aliens talk to each other and it's just voiceover <laughs> it's that's pretty great because i like when the actors have to like pretend like that one lady actor like moves her head nope. lady actor the actress <laughs> moves her head around like yeah. <laughs> anyway it's so amazing so we also see like and i don't I wasn't, I guess I wasn't listening. What is he telling him during this hypnotization? Because 
There are times where the doctor seems to be like, I'm just a normal doctor and I'm concerned about everything that the normal doctor should be. And then you'll hear like a buzz. And then it, he just like trails off and looks at a menu in a restaurant for no reason. This, this, this is something I was really confused about. And I know I'm probably asking too much attaching logic to this script. But sure. I, I felt like yeah. it was a very selective method of mind control because every time the doctor got too close to giving away the aliens game to other people the little high-pitched noise would start but so yeah. I, but it's still not clear because the alien does it while he's at the restaurant and the alien is ostensibly far far away so is he so is he like able to tap into this guy's subconscious or consciousness so I'm I took it yeah, as that. Because yeah. I was like, well, if he's aware that this guy's at the restaurant, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself and missing something. But uh... Well, <laughs> I like to think that he that he planted a word. like a, <laughs> He's like, every time you what? say Mr. Johnson, <laughs> your That's mind what will I go thought. blank. I thought it was like every time that, that uh, Mr. Johnson comes up, you cannot discuss. <laughs> You must not discuss. I didn't mm. hear a, sp a spell mm. per se with those words, but I think essentially with his mind, he said, you will give yeah. me my blood yeah. that I want. Yes. And anytime anyone questions you of me, you will just push them away. But why does away. he let him look at his blood under a microscope? And then we see like a... Because he's still a doctor. He still has to do his periodic table ailments <laughs> crap. So he still needs... I would have liked it to be looked at the microscope and we saw whatever that was, like a styrofoam egg or something yeah. like that. And then he looked at the periodic table and was like, it's not one of those. <laughs> what, 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 is, so, what, is the, what is the abbreviation yeah. for blood on the periodic table? <laughs> blood, blood. I don't even BL see it here. for blood. Yeah. <laughs> I also like how... This guy, like this guy, now realizes that he can't keep coming back to his doctor for whatever reason. He could be a regular patient and just show up every day, but he decides to employ her as his personal nurse. And I, this is so great how she's like, "Well, I can't do that without the doctor's permission." Smash cut to the doctor being like, "You need to give him this transfusion twice a day." Yeah. That was part of the hypno hypnosis, I think, no, though. of course. Yeah, it was like, and then you must tell whoever that your nurse that she must work for me. <laughs> um, and she she does, nurses outfit and all. Although she brings quite the wardrobe with her because she's going to stay indefinitely, I guess. This, so, is, um, this is She brings so her, her self-designed dress. I like that later we wow. find out. She's like, well, who can have that dress? I designed that it. That reveal so late <laughs> in this movie that she is a fashion designer just floored <laughs> me. What is she doing as a what's she doing as a receptionist at a doctor's office? I have no yeah. idea. When out of nowhere she was like, "But I designed that dress that she's wearing." I was like, "What kind of character trait is this?" And like we're later not introduced when she's to at all. Later when she's back at work, because she must just be stopping in, because her full time job is now taking care of Mr. Johnson. She's not in her nurse's uniform. She's in that like mohair sweater where yep. she's like checking in on the doctor, and she's like, "Hey, I'm out of uniform here because you know I'm not." That was that was probably <laughs> yeah. one of the most jarring things is when she shows up in that like Ed Woodsian Angora sweater. I'm just I'm just like what, yeah. all of a sudden I'm like she's in this sweater. I mean she looks great in it, but I'm like. 
yeah where did that come from it's not it's not synchronous yeah. with the other stuff she's been wearing yeah no. it makes no mm -mm. sense and and jamie not to not to plug our uh patreon <laughs> patreon.com slash good times great movies but this reminded me <laughs> we just watched a tv movie where a nurse decided to be a private nurse yeah. And I didn't know this was a thing, but it might actually it must be have a, been real a thing. thing. It must be a thing for all nurses. Like at any moment, you could just ask to be someone's private nurse if you're good enough. Yeah. Or sexy enough, I guess. Right, yes. But she doesn't yeah. keep a real job. Like, because she has to have a replacement yeah. come in and everything. Right. But I so love, and this is such a dumb thing to latch onto with a stupid movie <laughs> like this. I kind of loved her relationship with this doctor, like very early on, she says to him, she's like, I can't be a private nurse. We're like a team. We're like Laurel and Hardy. And later <laughs> on, yeah. when he just, when she's going to dinner at that fancy restaurant, she's like, I'll bring it dog back. I know you can't get a reservation there. I was like, the relationship between these two is adorable. <laughs> you know, it is, it is, it is unusual, Doug, that the, uh, the, the older men are not presented as predatory towards towards Tracy no, Lord's uh, character. It's like the irony of having Tracy no. Lord's as your blue bikini wearing, sitting by the pool, live-in nurse is the fact that, oh, she's a nurse to this alien dude who has no emotions and from what we can see, <laughs> no sex less, drive yeah. whatsoever. So I like the, I like the uh, dichotomy right. there between, <laughs> between the two of the characters. Yeah. Like, Agreed. I did think it was like he didn't choose her for her sexiness. He truly chose her for her nursing. And she, she only asked did she do a transfusion twice a day, and that guy's happy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's. Or maybe he wanted, in a small way, he wanted to keep that Jeremy guy happy. He's like, well, you come by, and Jeremy will just love seeing you prance around in your bathing suit. So, so Johnny, this is where I have a question uh -oh. for you that gets us a little bit, just a little bit outside this movie yeah. because. When she takes him outside to his car, there's a whole discussion because a cop shows up and the cop's like, oh, you're in a no parking zone. And you're well, he's parked all wonky. He's on the wrong you're, side of the road. Yeah. He's in front of a fire like hydrant. Yeah. yeah. Did you, Johnny, did you watch the original one? No, I haven't seen it. Just this one. Yeah. Okay. I'll save you just a little bit of time because I was very curious because this movie's only like an hour mm -hmm. 20 and you know it was one of those things where it was like oh YouTube suggests you watch the original and the original is like an hour and five minutes so I didn't watch it but I started to it's the same movie the dialogue oh. is the same <laughs> it is oh. shot exactly the same and when this guy parked all funny i was like oh, i don't need to keep watching this so i kept skipping ahead to certain <laughs> points and instead of picking up hookers he picks up three homeless <laughs> men but the movie ah. is exactly the same like the dialogue the homeless men go to the basement and take <laughs> off their tops and like, hey. yeah, he's like, oh, we're gonna make a movie boys <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the same movie. I could not believe it's the same movie, the same dialogue. It and appears the original to almost was be a shot when? for shot, got a psycho remake. Well, you know, <clears throat> when is the original from? 58? 56? Yeah, I could see like it that. carrying over just differently. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they, yeah. they actually huh. had the trailer for it, Doug, on the, uh, they have it on the DVD, so I, I did watch that yesterday, yeah. and I was kind of surprised, because it's just like a minute and a half, and I was like, yeah, some of these scenes are like exactly like the set, this, the setups <laughs> are the same, and I have a feeling what Corman and Wynorski brought to it was just, uh, some, you know, obviously, you know, 
hot Tracy Lords and the yeah. sense of sleaziness and you got the heavy entendres and the nudity and all that stuff. So yep. I think that, that's what they exactly. updated. Yeah. Later yeah. on when she's in the pool and we'll get to that scene and Jeremy's hitting on her and they're doing all those, you know, you don't have the right bait, blah, blah, blah. All of that is in the original, except the extra line where he says, but you don't know how big my rod is. That's the only <laughs> difference in that wow. entire exchange. Wow. For a second, Doug, I thought uh. you were going to say, uh, instead of Tracy Lords, it's a homeless man in the uh, in the pool that Jeremy's talking <laughs> to. <laughs> Jeremy, he might get a barracuda, <laughs> son. <laughs> So she, we find out that she and this cop are sort of seeing each other. They have playful question mark back and forth through this movie. Um, and now he, Mr. Johnson, goes home. And I'm, I thought he just arrived at Earth because we saw a spaceship and then he attacked us two in the car. But so I don't know how long he's been here. There's, there's, a, there's a real. Uh this uh, cognitive disconnect in this film because you've got all of these vehicles and even there's racks of magazines and stuff that look like they're from the 50s but then the outside yeah. world is clearly los angeles in the 1980s so mm -hmm. but yeah. i felt like the the opening scene where he lands and attacks the couple reminded me a little of night of the creeps where it's in the 50s so mm -hmm. I, I was thinking yeah. maybe mm -hmm. he's been there a couple of decades and this was just that opening scene was just giving us an idea of what he does. But I could be I, Whoa, I could what? be I could be totally uh, wrong. This is just me speculating. Whoa. No, that could be accurate. That would I could be, see that. That would be great. Yeah. I just I just assumed it was a joke like this is a remake. Let's make you think this takes place uh, in the 50s, but surprise mm -hmm. it doesn't. Well, it could be that too. But I like the idea that Corman was like why Norsky? I still got all this shit in my garage. Like, I got piles of magazines. I got a car in there. I got, a, I got the whole set. Let's just use it again. Well, let's use even, what the, we got. even the yeah. car uh, Paul drives is exactly the same as the one from the '50s movie. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, yeah, you're, you're probably right, Doug. Hi. I think Roger Corman probably has a couple storage facilities worth of uh, vintage, vintage cars locked up just for the express purpose of these well, movies. Well, did you also hear... I just did way more research on this movie when I, than I should have, I guess. That Wynorski's idea was... I mean, this is what people say. It sounds you know, like stupid garbage that's on IMDb that somebody made up. But he said it was a bet that he bet Corman that he could remake the movie with the same budget adjusted for mm -hmm. inflation... Ah. And within the same amount of time. And Corman was like, I don't know, give it a shot. And so he just basically showed the cast the movie and was like, do this. Just do everything you see. We're going to set the camera up the same. And then I guess in the end, he was like, well, this is only coming out to an hour 15. We have to splice in footage from other movies. <laughs> Let's draw the opening credits and then give everybody a face credit over the end credits too. Yeah. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that yeah, that's true. Yeah, did the same thing. It was great. Well, you know, Doug, uh, you're you're correct. Uh, the interview with Tracy Lords that I watched, she was saying that uh, it, her feelings about Jim Wynorski are pretty funny because she's saying 
oh my god he was very intense but oh i loved him it's, it was very confusing when she was talking about him because it was like because oh. she reveals later that oh yeah he and roger had this bet that he could bring the movie in finish the movie faster than corman did the first one so that and and that's why okay. he was so mm. intense and apparently only doing one to two takes of each scene in in the movie so and with Roger Corman, you know it was like a twenty-five dollar bet. It wasn't. It wasn't anything too. I'll, I'll, I'll buy you lunch at the big boy, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> On me. All right. So this is when we meet. Um, perhaps my favorite character in the movie, Jeremy. Is Jeremy. Yeah. I. He's doing something in this movie. Like he is really doing something. He he enjoys what he's doing. Yeah. Um, he's wearing, he's basically living inside that giant doorman coat that he's wearing. The thing is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was a servant. Yeah. Well, he kind of is, like the servant to, to, and he's wearing his driving gloves at all times. Uh-huh. That huge coat. I'm like, oh, he's the driver. No, but he also cooks and he cleans and he, he, he looks he after. Li- he has and a he gun take, to a strapped to himself at all and he times. Ta- and he takes library yeah. books back on occasion. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Hey, you already got through these library books. I can't believe it. You read this all yeah, last what is, night? What is the, is it, What what's the little person? Is he trying to be like a little Tony Dan? But like, what's he trying to do there? <laughs> I was, what I was thinking doing? maybe Henry Winkler, actually. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. A L- little bit see, of the Fonz, yeah. but he's like the guy who's trying too hard to be the Fonz, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he's. I could see it. I could see it because he's, like, he's trying to be the. He's like the Fonz, but when he takes off that coat, he's dressed like he's in prison in Goodfellas. <laughs> like it's really it's a strange thing. Well, he did That's spend true. some time in prison, That's as true. we find out. He's friends he, with the. Well, how old are these people supposed to be? Because they mentioned going to school together, and are they supposed to be? They're not supposed to be like out of high school, right? I like wait, fresh out of high I school. I hope they're out of high school. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're not supposed to be like fresh out of high school. No, I no. Because he's been a cop and he's been to jail, but right. Yeah, it almost seems like these two went to high school together and they were just diametrically opposed. Like one was like, "I'm going to be a cop," and the other one's clearly like the Um, local criminal. Criminal, (laughs) right? But 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 Jeremy's got a good heart, you know. He he makes those sleazy jokes, you know, and comes on to Nadine, but we can call her Tracy, in all sorts of uh, inappropriate ways at first. But, you know, as the film goes on, he's like, you know, he's a decent guy trying to do the right thing, you know. And he's... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, He's he's all talk, but no, like, he's all talk, but no action. So I can can get behind him not being made into, like, a possible date rapist or something like that. So Right. No, he's he's there for comic relief um <laughs> pretty much right I, i'm reading this correctly right? yeah 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 i think and, i think so. yeah her her relationship to him is funny because they do have this like back and forth a little bit but because this movie's so short we don't get a whole lot of time with them together and near the end when she yells at mr johnson you killed jeremy i was like oh, do you really yeah. care that much i mean well, they build a fondness for each other, especially at the end when they have to when they're in it together. When they hold hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll stay here as long as you need to. You stay here as long as I need to. Great, we're in it together. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. So we see. So he, he goes in this house with Jeremy. Um, 
He's got a creepy basement where he refrigerates the blood that he's taken mm-hmm. from people. We see all of this immediately. Mm-hmm. And I love it when Jeremy asks him about, about dinner and he goes, I will be dining. And then the music <laughs> literally goes, bump, 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 <laughs> out. It's like, okay. That's when, and not to, we say this all the time, Jamie, and then we do it, not to spoil our thoughts of, and feelings of this movie. This had a very, it was the exact opposite I felt about our uh, This House Possessed TV movie the, episode the that we just that did. we just watched, yeah. Where with that, the first 10 minutes of that, I was like, this movie's crazy. I can't wait to watch it. And it was just boring nonsense. <laughs> this movie took so long before I was like, all right, I'm on board with the dumbness <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> but once I was kind of in it, I was like, all right, I know what they're doing. This is stupid. But it's so, it's like stupid fun. And I kind of ended up enjoying this way more than I thought I was going to in the first 10, 15 minutes. (laughs) Nice turnaround. Nice turnaround. But now, uh, Mr. Johnson, the alien, goes out uh, for dinner, and uh, we just follow a dog around for a little bit. Why not? Yeah, I mean, the the dog's sniffing through some trash. Come on. It's it's, Mm -hmm. it's totally organic to the plot. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. It's a foggy yeah. night out. There's that. Very foggy. Yeah. And I thought for a second, I was like, oh, what, what movie have we entered? And little did I know, we've entered a different movie. I was thinking it was, I was thinking it was extra, actually, for a second there. But yeah. 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 No, but we are now in a movie called Humanoids from the Deep. Really? Yeah. This is, is it not? the whole scene of this woman in this house getting jumpy. Phone calls, dishes, all of that. It's all humanoids from the deep. Oh, my. And then when she goes to the door and answers it and he zaps her, they have brought in another actress because (laughs) it's not the same person that he kills. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was just confused as to who this new woman was, but I guess this is his dinner date. Um, And why she was uh she sounded like she was calling her girlfriend she gets a little jumpy mm-hmm. and she calls her girlfriend to say or the girlfriend calls and to say she's on her way and i was like like they must be having a slumber party because she's in her nighty yeah, <laughs> like a very sexy nighty <laughs> brushing her hair and when she gets the call she's like sorry i was just nervous are you coming over or what and it doesn't sound like she's talking to her yeah. her you know to uh, someone she's going to have a, a sexy evening with. Right. It sounds like it's somebody who's coming over for like a game of Scrabble. <laughs> and she's like, when are you going to get here? I'm just a little jumpy. I'm okay, but I am in my very seductive nighty, uh-huh. and I'm, you know, yeah, looking for my dog. I don't know. Yeah, Johnny, no, this, this, is, this entire scene is from Humanoids. <laughs> from Interesting. I, from I, you know, it's been a while since I've watched Humanoids, and I totally, so I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I don't. I'm not surprised yeah, at all that he did that. Yeah. Yeah. Because when that woman gets zapped and like falls to the floor, I was like, I don't think that's the same person. And this movie forced me to do all this stupid research. I didn't want to. I didn't want to look into this. But when you're confusing me this much in a Roger Corman movie, I'm gonna look into it. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna have to look. I'm forced to. You're forcing me. I mean, to. I was gonna. I, so it know. is the next day. Oh, no, I was go gonna ahead. say Forbidden World is kind of, uh, you know, 
<laughs> I remember you having similar feelings of uh, confusion, Doug, with that that film as well. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have been confused. I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying those pretty straightforward. I'm not saying those feelings are misplaced because I don't know what's going on in that movie either. But uh, yeah, listen. <laughs> Ladies, take a sexy shower in what appears to be the middle of the hallway. You don't need to know any more than that. <laughs> Have a deep philosophical conversation while they're doing it, too. <laughs> right? Very, yeah. Yeah, while they're scrubbing each other's chest. This is the type of highbrow intellectual fare that I really respond to. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you put on your shelf at Proud, home. I proudly, it. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Tracy Lords does show up the next day. Uh, she is here to work. She's going to be living with this guy. And she meets Jeremy. And, of course, he's like, you know, he's a weird, creepy little perv um, <clears throat> who becomes more adorable as we know him. <laughs> I guess we've sort of said that. <laughs> Spoiler. And the first thing that freaks her out a little bit is when she does go to her room, uh, Mr. Johnson locks her in the room and makes it yeah. very apparent that he's locked her in. And I love how she questions that and he's like, well, you know, where I come from, we always lock people in rooms. It's totally normal. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. It's for goes, safety, though. Where did you come from? I don't think we ever get any answer. He doesn't even just say, in Michigan. He has the affect of a, sort of a Pennsylvania Dutch person, but, you know. Like, <laughs> I only say that because I'm in the midst of, kind of in the midst of that area, so. Yeah, I'd like to think that's what the actor studied. We we raise a bone at dawn, and then right. we and and we collect blood later. Yeah, we just you watch yeah. witness the night before shooting. I like that. It's like I got this. I character. like this Harrison Ford fella. I'm just going to add the cool accent with the sunglasses. Uh, he doesn't quite the little accent there. Only an accent. So now let's talk about the fact that Mr. Johnson is now, if we didn't know he was an alien because he zapped several people with eye lasers and is collecting blood for some reason, he now has a secret passageway that's almost like a hallway to an alien spaceship yeah. where like a bearded man in a blonde wig shows up to talk to him. <laughs> and he, 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 drops, he drops a whole ton of exposition. Shit, I could yeah, not believe it. Yeah, it gives a little this. background about the planets and the fa five phases, and I like how the phases yeah. are repeated. Like, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to write them all down, but as they were repeated, I was like, oh, they're really going through these point by point. They must uh, be important. The, the yes. first one is study Earth's subhumans. Se second oh, is increase okay. quantity of Earth blood transmitted to home planet, which I guess is Davala is its name. Third oh, yeah. is, yeah. Uh, I guess, acquire a specimen, live human, for vivisection research. Fourth is value of Earth blood determined by your survival, his survival or death. Mis yeah, because he needs yeah. to survive. So, yeah. so only yeah, if he survives yeah. does it lead to the conquest, subjugation, <laughs> and... What's pasteurizing? And What's I was thinking in the apple juice sense, honestly, but uh, I... Maybe he's talking about putting out to pasture. I don't. That's what I, I wonder. <laughs> oh, that's no, that's <laughs> right. <where I'm... laughs> 
It seems awfully severe. It's 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 the uh, the conquest and subjugation. You add subjugation onto conquest. It seems a bit much. But yeah. yeah, it seems a bit abrasive, yeah. doesn't it? I feel, I, yeah, and it's just but, so like overstated <laughs> and hammered home through the movie. I almost pictured like a William Castle type thing where when you went to see this movie, you got a little card that had the five phases on it with in little case you forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just check the boxes because all the time he's like, "I have just completed phase one." <laughs> okay, great. I have no idea what that phase is. Well, he anymore. already did phase one by the time he's having the conversation, didn't he? Yeah, because that's he's true. got the blood. Yeah, yeah he like, does kind of brag to complete. the guy in the blonde yeah. wig, like, I already did phase one, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I really only have four phases. That's to old do. news. No. I may have been here for five hours or 30 years, but I'm already done with phase <laughs> Now one. that you mention it, Doug, I think you're right. <laughs> I'm like, he would be much further along in the phase gathering if, if, if this movie <laughs> had, had been taking place, you know, he'd been there 30 years already unless he had had, unless he had a lot of failed attempts i don't know right well but maybe the planet wasn't in Mm. such a dire way the times he came back before because the planet we hear is really not in a good way and even there's a there's a a lady friend or Mm -hmm. or a partner of 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 um men in black no that that is um that is back on the planet that hasn't Mm -hmm. survived she they right. expired somehow in the in the planet's uh, terrible demise. Yep. I don't know what demise. exactly is. That? I don't know what's happening on this. We, we get some map paintings of the of the planets, um, and along with we actually get some map paintings lifted from Galaxy of Terror too at a couple points. Um, but, oh my. Um, I like to think that he did come in the 50s and was all gung-ho for this plan and then wandered into a library and was like, what is all this? And he's just spent the past 30 years reading. Learning. So into Just it. learning. And forgetting about the phases. And finally, they had like, to come to him and be like, get reason. back on track, man. What is happening? Doug, have you seen, or either of you, have you seen uh, The Man Who Fell to Earth with David Bowie? Yes, because okay. I yes, was like thinking yes. of that movie a little bit while I was watching this. Is, is to, to exactly what you said? Did he get? He, okay, he went to Earth with this mission. David Bowie was supposed to bring. He was supposed to bring. <laughs> Did he get? Yeah, he was supposed to bring yeah. water back. I think to his home plan. Then he gets distracted by TV and all of this stuff, and he just loses yeah. sight of the mission. And I felt that he gets distracted by TV and making money. And <laughs> what I always think of when I think of the man who fell to Earth is Mac and me because I. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of the same thing. It's like, oh, they don't have well, water I, on this planet, and they kind of, look, you know, David Bowie is tall. I love, I love the scene. I love the scene where what? David Bowie gets uh, like pushed off the cliff, and the man who falls <laughs> right right in the wheelchair, <laughs> <laughs> and he survives that. He survives that huge explosion and dances at McDonald's too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fame, fame <laughs> for all, your fries. These are all scenes that were cut, and they're <laughs> they're going to be on the 4K whatever Criterion Blu-ray. I, I, I actually want to see a deep fake version of Mac and Me where where David Bowie is inserted into the into the movie Ooh. as Mac. It would be fantastic because then the dancing teddy bear, you wouldn't have to do anything. You just put that scene in No, there. you just make it be like Bowie dancing it out, right? right. And he could do the... <laughs> that calling they do with that, the hands. That is a real Bowieism right there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
All right. Uh, somebody has some work to do. If a listener knows how to do that, because I don't, please, somebody do that. Put that together. Or at least just play a David Bowie song yeah. over the McDonald's scene. Yeah. That's all you Perfect. need to do. Yeah, that's all. That'll please us just well enough. So, okay, so now we find... Oh, okay. That almost sounded gross. I <laughs> said so we finally get some nudity. But I'm wrong, because that girl at the beginning is naked. That's true. Um, yeah. Tracy Lords is drying herself very slowly. <laughs> Ever um, so slowly. Ever so slowly. She's taking her time, wants to get, wants to get dry. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeremy's watching in a mirror, and Jeremy reveals that he's being paid in gold <laughs> bonds that he can then take somewhere and get cash for. Doug, what do you make of all those cash for gold places that you pass by in the shady I... section of the city? Yeah. I guess hey. they take tiny gold because you, you can't just walk down with a gold bar that weighs 20 pounds and be like, here you go, give me something for this. You know what's going to happen is you're going to get killed by somebody who doesn't know what to do with the gold bars any more than you do. (laughs) They're going to load their their trunk down with it. Yeah. What a weird, what a weird detail to put into this movie. Because even Tracy Lawrence is like, wait, what? Gold bars? What are you talking about? How does that work? But he gets paid pretty well, though. What did he say? He got paid like 2000 2000 or something, didn't he? Plus the gold, right? Or in gold? Well, it's in gold. And then he has to take the gold somewhere. I think he just says somewhere. (laughs) So he doesn't even know where he has to take (laughs) it. You know what to... And someone exchanges. You know money. what? Tracy Lords is getting paid the same amount, but we—that's an important detail. We never find out. Maybe she's not there long enough to actually collect I her don't first think payday. She's there for a whole week. Oh, maybe. Maybe she doesn't. Get I feel like it's maybe payday. a couple of days. This movie's timeline. So you, so Johnny, you might be right. Like I don't know how many weeks Jeremy's been working <laughs> with this guy. This could be several months into this relationship. <laughs> And he's what drained all the blood banks in town and has finally made it to Tracy Lord's place of employment. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's no suspicion on the part of the, the, the police, yeah. <clears throat> well, oh, we oh, do oh, see oh, the police. We, do, but... we see one yeah. police captain for a scene being like, I don't know, people are dead. <laughs> well, all right, great job. I just love how obligatory that is. It's like, oh, well, maybe we should put this in here and just get it out of the way until the until the end when yeah. our hero, yeah, when our hero like connects the dots somehow and, and draws his Some, conclusion. Somehow yeah. is a good yeah. yeah. So let's talk about this smooth talking uh, vacuum question mark <laughs> salesman show. You don't up. have to purchase unless you want to purchase, and then you can purchase. You know, you you don't have to purchase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do need to show you, sir. I do need to show you. You can't just wave me away like that. I've got to come in. i got to come in to show you. He really is awkward, like, he's... whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, let me get through my spiel. <laughs> yeah. I have a script. You can't just say no right away. you got to at least take me to your cellar. Let me see your cellar. So I can show you what this vacuum can do. And, and this stupid alien is like, uh, no, no, no. Wait a second. <laughs> Did you just Did say... Did you say come to my cellar? Cellar? I'll come right in, sir. Let me show and you what And what is this That's vacuum I do doing? That's what I do my killing. Like, this, uh, this, <laughs> to keep it from who? Jeremy? I don't think he'd care. You could murder people in front of this guy. He'd be fine with it. No, Jeremy does note. He, he says to Tracy Lords, he says, I, there's, so there is definitely something crazy going on here because yeah, people come leave, and they don't yeah. ever leave. 
like, so he knows something's funny. He's just getting paid in gold, so he just keeps yeah, his mouth exa- shut. Yeah, we know what price his mouth shut is worth, <laughs> yeah. and it's $2,000 a week. <laughs> Doug, I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know him. if I would keep my mouth shut. I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I would keep my mouth shut for two grand a week. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. and uh, Johnny, you'd like this. The um, if you if you think about Roger mm-hmm. Corman, okay, and you think about Chopping yeah. Mall, uh, think about the original movie. Who would play this vacuum cleaner salesman? Oh, Dick Miller. It Dick would be Miller. Dick Miller. It is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, I think I, I think I saw a glimpse of him in the in the trailer for the original. So yeah. Yeah. I'd be, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd be more the, surprised um, if he wasn't in that movie. Yeah. Yes, and the uh, uh, the doctor in this, he is mm-hmm. one of the janitors that make fun of him oh in Chopping Mall. Ah. And someone else will get to the character. I'm sure because I can't think of who it is. Someone else is the other janitor that makes fun of him in Chopping Mall. You know, Doug, one of the biggest laughs in any movie I've ever watched uh, is when Dick Miller is. is is, is leaning over that he's mopping up the puddle of vomit and the kill, and then the robot comes up and tips the bucket over. <laughs> I just lose it when I watch that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this poor bastard's already cleaning up puke and you, you just add insult it. It's like, well, here's that for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so he takes takes his vacuum cleaner salesman into the basement and zaps him. He can kill men as well. He just doesn't do it a whole lot. And now we cut to the doctor waiting for a bus, kind of at a street corner with a crazy oh yeah, with lady the crazy with tennis, tennis racket, racket lady. This actress is pretty yeah. fun. And I'm not even clear why he's at the bus stop because someone comes to check him up. He says so. He says something that something's going oh, on okay. with his car, and but then yeah, the cop is sent by Tracy, I guess, to pick him up, because mm-hmm. um, he's. I think he even says like, "Yeah, she told me you were out here." But he mentions something like, "Yeah, my car." This doctor again, he must be. He's got the periodic. He must not do too well because he can't even afford to get his car repaired. I guess. Um, but this lady that he talks to, this crazy homeless lady who's talking to her tennis racket. Yelling about she Elvis. comes in hot. It, it goes on forever, <laughs> and I was like, "This isn't unnecessary in this yeah. movie." <laughs> we needed three extra minutes. So this is <laughs> it's the scene at the bus yeah. stop. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have this lady improv some stuff, and well, while the doctor yeah. just reads yeah. his and magazine, and that's literally yeah. what she does. Yeah. yeah. Well, I is doing his final edits, and he's like on the phone going, "Wait, how long does it have to be to be a feature film?" <laughs> Oh, God. This is the only footage I haven't burned. I guess we got to use it. Well, she gets a nice, important credit at the end. its I forget the actress's name, but she's credited as Agnes. So I'm like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's got a name. Agnes. Hmm. Agnes the yeah. lunatic. Yeah. I yeah. like it. I don't know if it launched her career. I don't remember really looking into the character of mm-hmm. Agnes. It, mm-hmm. There were a lot of uncredited mm-hmm. in this movie, but most of them were voices. Like a lot of the ladies, um, I guess, because you know they were willing to get topless. Maybe their voices weren't great. So many of those women were dubbed. Oh in this wow! Movie. Okay, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah. 
dubbed for those voices that they dubbed them with? Really? Yeah, that seems biz- it's a bizarre <laughs> choice to be like, come in, be high pitched and annoying, and uh, that's fine. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Okay, all right. Well, so Jeremy no. and uh, the cop, as we said, they sort of know each other. They went to high school together, I yeah, guess, because yeah. the cop brings the doctor to have a brief talk with Mr. Johnson about blah, 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 whatever. If they're talking about anything that's... Oh, you know what's important about this? Jamie, we're doing a podcast about 80s movies. We've been doing this for over six years. This, for some reason, is the only movie, I believe, that the topic of AIDS has been brought up. And I could not believe it. I was like, and there's no jokes about it? Like, it's a very serious, like... This is a serious issue, and we can't have another one of these. Yes. Like, and I was yeah. like, is this the only movie we've covered where it's ever been brought up? Yeah, the doctor's like, we're facing, yeah, we're facing AIDS. God forbid another plague mm-hmm. hit Earth. Yeah. And that's a, li- that's a little funny yeah. line, because, oh, it's he's an alien from, you know. <clears throat> the guy's an alien, he's saying, <laughs> God forbid another plague hit Earth. Yeah, yeah. He's also right. an alien that refers to humans as subhumans, which doesn't make sense because I'm like, wait, are you also humans? Like, why would you use the term subhuman? I took that as a little tiny contemptuous thing that he was going for. Mm. Oh, like like they don't. Uh, I don't know. They don't. They don't earn the moniker of human. They're 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 subhumans. Otherwise, right. he's just a really big yeah. fan of that punk band from years ago. They have eyeballs. Let's call them subhuman. They don't have fancy flashing lights. They can't shoot lasers from their eyes. They're not. They're subhumans. I thumb my nose at you, subhumans. So let's talk about Jeremy and the businessman alien decide to go out and pick up oh, three right. prostitutes or as Jeremy refers to them I've never heard this term before juicy Lucy's yes. I've never heard that before in my life <laughs> he's like yeah hookers prostitutes juicy Lucy's, juicy Lucy's you know and, and again the doctor the, the, the alien is just very he's like that wonderfully oblivious guy he's like why are these people why are these women bo- bothering us yeah. And, the, and Jeremy's like, hey, they'll show you, we, we can, they can have a fun time. And he's like, hmm, fun yep. time, I'm going to show them my basement, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. You mean they will get <laughs> in the car and come back to my house and I can take yeah. them in the basement? That sounds great. <laughs> Why have you never told me about these Juicy Lucy? <laughs> and these Juicy Lucy's are kind of fun, too, because the one girl really doesn't say yeah. anything. yeah. No, she just literally has like an uh huh yep. line that uh-huh. she'll say, like a. And the other yeah. one just sort of repeats what the first one says. Like, there's a leader. Yeah, they're prostitute. keeping it basic for the three of them. Keeping right. it very basic. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But he brings them back. I love how disappointed Jeremy is when he's like, uh, "We're going to go in the basement, Jeremy. Why don't you go ahead?" <laughs> yeah, Jeremy's like, "You don't gotta throw me anything. I don't get a little bit of sauce." And Tiger's like, "No." Like, no, I'm giving I you said. two grand a week in gold bars, dude. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that good Go enough? Go hit up the nurse that's living here. But she's on her own date, as we Ge- yes. see. Ge- in Jeremy, a go get yeah. your own Juicy Lucy's. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> but we all got the only three prostitutes in the city here. 
<laughs> so he takes them downstairs. They start to strip kind of like it's, it's, what it's they're awkward. doing. They are the goofiest three. They are the goofiest three prostitutes ever. And they have these kind of like squeaky, annoying, and New Yorker voices. It's like they are the most, they're goofy as all hell. Um, and yeah, when they get to the basement, they just take, they have jagunda <laughs> breasts, all of them, like ridiculously huge. I was just like, how does the doctor not understand what, how is he not like, we need to study this. Um, <laughs> and when, so they, they do like a half a striptease and he just does his laser eye thing. And that's, that's the laser eye thing is absolutely hilarious because <laughs> yeah. What I love is that... The timing yeah. is pretty good, too. <laughs> his, his bright, light eyes... Like, the actor cannot move his head, because that's, yeah. of course, just superimposed yeah. on that's top. that's steady, yeah. And it's really telegraphed when they're like, aren't you going to take off your glasses? And he's like, I am going to take them off, right? <laughs> now. <laughs> it's like, did the actor like, have to prepare to stay still for this scene? And, yeah... It, also, when the, everybody gets shocked, it is funny that they just kind of fall over. <laughs> like nobody, yeah. like they don't get blown yeah. across the room or anything. They just kind of scream and then lightly fall to the ground. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. I think it just mm -hmm. sucks out their life. That's 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 all that does. Yeah. It's a very so that he could get a, the blood. It's a good way to you know. It's probably painless. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to give him some credit here. It's not like he's, you know, drawing their blood. Well, no, don't their eyes? Oh, no, those are her eyes that are gouged out, like because she's the alien. Never mind. Nothing happens to their eyes. <laughs> oh, okay. Never they just mind. don't have them. <laughs> they just show up and don't have eyes. Uh, we get a obligatory and very last time, I believe, in history, we are going to get a naked Tracy Lord. Yeah, that's it. After porn, she did this. And then I read that Roger Corman wanted her to come back for another movie, but she was to get topless, and she's like, uh-uh, buddy. Um, and she was in, it's been so long since I've seen it, Zach and Miri make a porno? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Kevin Smith wanted her to go topless, and she's like, nope. And he said, all right, you don't <laughs> have to. So, yeah, so that's it. So we do get a obligatory Tracy Lord's sex scene kind of it's really just her whipping her hair yep, very slowly topless. <laughs> yeah, the, the. Well, when that started i was like what what is this and i was hoping she was on top of jeremy but she wasn't it oh, was you wanted to end up with jeremy yeah <laughs> well I, yeah i mean he's probably making like, more than that cop right now. <laughs> that's for right? sure right right i thought that for some reason she was i don't know yeah but it didn't happen um, but yeah, she's she's just making sweet love to her cop boyfriend. Um, his nightstick, I think she calls in later. He calls in oh, later God. about his nightstick. <laughs> it's a whole joke. Uh, <laughs> it's there's Tracy Lords. Like I said earlier, she's trying to figure out how to act in this movie, and almost every line is delivered as though she is so angry, and I just don't get like later on, and it's not that later on it's pretty soon she just i guess has given him his blood treatment or his transfusion and everything and she's just like you ever been married before and i'm like why <laughs> this should be a nice conversation and he's like what about that police officer she's like that cop and i are bound bound for what i don't know 
I'm like, Tracy, calm down. Like, this is way over the top with your acting right now. And it's not, it's, I don't know. I don't, I just don't think she's figured out how to be natural on screen. You know, she thinks she has to be aggressive. She thinks all yeah. of her responses have to be either, they, they can't be overly sexy, right? Right. And so they have to be a little more, um, huh. yeah. I mean, more. maybe, like you sort of and said, maybe she like has surrounded herself in her life as being an attractive woman, just been surrounded by perverts, <laughs> and she has had to rebuff so many advances. Right. That that's just how she talks, I guess. Yeah, yeah. She's always on the defense. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. She's always on the defense. You know, I, yeah. I didn't find her, um, you know, that's weird. I didn't find her aggressive when I was watching it. I, 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 I thought she was sassy, and that's what I... Sassy that's that's, that's, that's what play. I kind of liked yeah. about her is that she, you know, when Jeremy's doing his sleazy lines to her from the pool, she has like a comeback for each one of them, you know. So she's kind right, of right, right. <clears throat> it's like, oh, you want to play this? Well, I can play right back, kind of in a, in a sor- sor- sort of yeah, innocent yeah, yeah. to jokey way. So I yeah, I didn't pick up on that, Doug. So All I mean, right. I, but I, I just I I guess I thought <laughs> I thought that that's how she acted through the whole thing you're right that it makes sense in those scenes with jeremy <laughs> but the fact that she's doing that to everyone okay. didn't sit okay. right that's uh, fine um <laughs> oh, also does this does this alien cure cancer in this speech too because he's oh like, yeah he's, i, I love this speech oh this is pretty good acting another another thing yeah this is pretty good acting her facial expressions when he is explaining to her the cure for cancer and his knowledge and all these books. She, she makes these faces where she's like, I'm supposed to be listening. I'm supposed to be interested. <laughs> I'm supposed to be curious. It's very obvious that she's she's yeah. just trying. God love little Tracy. Yeah. Just trying. She says, oh, wait. But nothing comes of it. When he says, like, when he basically tells her the cure for cancer or, or talks about uh, the cure for cancer... She doesn't say, oh, my God, you're really onto something. She kind of looks like, hi, oh, yeah, I'll have to check out the periodic table of elements at the doctor's office next time I'm there and see if you're right. Okay. Anyway, did you want me to finish up that blood transfusion or no? Also, here's a question I have, and I didn't think about this until now. If she has to give him daily blood transfusions, why does he have to get the blood? Wouldn't you think that the doctor would be supplying the blood? Like, he doesn't need to kill these people, right? Hmm. Like, if you're a patient, you don't need to oh, procure yeah, the blood the... and give it to the doctor and be like, put this in me. Hmm. Doug, Doug <laughs> I think you've stumped me. Yeah. Yeah, I, t- I heard two hmms. Hmm. <laughs> well, I was... Maybe he's maybe it's extra blood supply. Maybe some of it's his own blood. I don't know. Well, some of it's for the planet. He's sending it back. Let's just say he's sending it back. He's keeping a stock pile. Just in case he wants to start reading again and stop killing people. Yeah, well, you know, Tuck, they, he could have turned the doctor into more of a Renfield character and have him going out yes. and killing prostitutes and stuff like that and get you know draining their blood if he really wanted to. There could have been some funny <laughs> stuff from that too. Like the doctor could like wheel in a five gallon drone, be like, "Here you go, I got you your latest supply." <laughs> Tracy Lord would be surprised by that. It'd be great. I brought the keg. Yeah, where's where's the party? <laughs> <laughs> there is a funny part at the beginning of this when he doesn't want to be tested for blood, and Tracy Lord <laughs> says something like, "You afraid of needles?" And I was thinking. 
I think you have to have a needle in your arm to get a transfusion. <laughs> I don't think this guy's afraid of needles. <laughs> That's not the problem here. <laughs> so let's talk about the fact that for some reason, maybe he's low on blood. You know, the 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 blood gods <laughs> decide to provide him with a stripogram. <laughs> Oh, that's it's the wrong very address. It happened. Uh, it happened before. <laughs> I, I put really on my good. glasses. <laughs> the glasses yeah. bit was pretty yeah. great. Oh, she leaves without her clothes on because she still can't tell if she's got them on. Yeah. She's like, I just can't see without my glasses. <laughs> she's Am I still naked? Like, I don't know. I guess I'll just go. <laughs> yeah, this was a very random birthday blood telegram that and do you think this is the when she says it's the wrong address again do you think it's the same night do you think she's done this like three or four (laughs) times tonight she's not really gonna get paid if she's if she's she's going to the i know i don't know how that works does she get like missed call i don't know how that works yeah well you know you know something i like was that jeremy is he's peeping on he's peeping on the stripogram from the second floor And right when, right before, <laughs> right before the alien takes her or whatever, he he's he's like gives this, oh, isn't that adorable look? And then he like disappears, I guess, to his room. <laughs> Very weird. Yeah. I like the thing that Wynorski was directing. He was like, well, what am I seeing? Oh, don't don't worry about it. Just uh, look as though it's cute, and uh, we'll figure the, it out. The, later. the alien's yeah. playing with a golden retriever puppy that's just shown up on this doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> it's adorable. It's so, adorable. Something out it's of adorable. Benji. Yeah. Yeah. So for some reason, he decides that he's not going to take her to the basement and drain her blood. He's going to send her back in this closet teleporter to his <laughs> planet. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They could then yeah. take her blood and like test it out or something. Well, she's number three, isn't she? For the oh, of the, the phases. I think isn't so. Isn't she part of the phases? I, I think we gotta be up to three. We're at least at three right now. Yeah, let me let me check my notes. She is the specimen. <laughs> yeah, she'd be three. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Oh boy. Yeah. So this is where Jeremy <laughs> and Tori uh, I just called her Tori Stone, uh, talk about what's going on here. Because this is when they're in the kitchen, like a lot of weird stuff's happening and we gotta look out for each other. Oh, there's that drink now, that right? he drinks. There's that drink that he drinks that she's investigating that she's gonna take back to the doctor. Oh they- I think it's just blood, right? <laughs> no, so it's like some fizzy. It's like because when the doctor investigates it, then that's what he comes to them with at the dinner. Um, yes. There's this. The, Jeremy's always cooking for him, right? For the for the alien, but the alien never eats, and Jeremy just keeps on cooking for him, I guess. <laughs> and um, but the he does drink this like beverage. I think Jeremy's like, I don't know, it's his tang. It's tang um, And ironically enough, he doesn't drink the whole thing. There's like quite a, a bit left in the cup, and sh- it smells like. I think she says it smells like. Uh, He's one of those people that isn't into backwash, so for some reason chemical. they think they can leave a little bit of what they drank, and that's like it's quite a bit though. It's quite a bit left, and she says she smells it. She's like, it smells very chemically. I'm gonna have this looked yep. at by my doctor. Um, <laughs> again, that's why the periodic table is needed because of the chemicals in yeah. this beverage. I guess I don't know. And I expected um, her when she goes back to have this tested or whatever. I expected there to be like a little 
tension between she and her replacement. But there's there's not. No, it's easy. I guess them. Kelly Maroney is like, I'm just a temp. It's, it's cool. I get it. And Jamie, you might remember Kelly Maroney. Maybe not from Chopping Mall. That's been forever ago. But she was the little sister yeah. in Night of the Comet. Yeah, I do remember. dressed as a cheerleader for most of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, I think I think Tracy Lord. She's coming back. She's ostensibly getting two grand a, for a week, though she's probably not at the end of her first week. So, she she she's got no <laughs> ego. She doesn't feel the need to rub that in the face of the of of the new yeah. receptionist. You know, you're yeah. cool. You're blonde <laughs> like me. So you know. Yeah. It is confusing. <laughs> There's a lot of blonde. <laughs> That's <this> true. <laughs> Corman likes his blondes, and apparently Jim Wynorski yep. too. So. Uh, so also the cop calls her and the cops got dinner reservations at a fancy restaurant because he's blackmailing the owner of this restaurant yeah oh yeah he's got some info on him right yeah he's like oh I saw this guy with somebody who wasn't his wife (laughs) it's like you're not a good cop right like you're kind of a creep this this is kind of why I was pulling for you know the more you guys talk about the potential Tracy Jeremy intrigue and matchup. Yeah. The yeah. more I saw of this cop guy, the more I was like, yeah, I'm wishing Tracy would get with the with Jeremy too. He's a good you know he has a checkered yeah. past, but at the same time, yep. he is trying to make something of himself and all of his stuff is out in the right. open, I think. So so he's yeah. so he's yeah, more true. I think he's a bit more of an innocent character despite whatever past transgressions he may have had. Whereas this, whereas yeah, this cop agreed. guy comes out with like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm blackmailing this guy to get a get a table yep. for this hot me and my hot chick at this really nice restaurant. Right, right. Yeah, and he really is. Poor Jeremy's like unceremoniously shot. Just like the mo- it's so. Sad. Other than Tracy Lords being so sad about it, it just it happens and nothing said about it. <laughs> Such a shame. Mm-hmm. We don't even mm-hmm. see his headstone at the end. We say a headstone for an alien. A titular headstone. A titular one, mind you. Who's in there? Is his body in there? Is his burned ashes from the wreck in there? Why did he need to be buried? (laughs) Who's coming to this gravesite? Doesn't the government want to see these alien remains? And who paid for this? Yeah. It, it was it, the, the the state took care of it, Doug, or or all all all, all of all of his gold bars. Yeah. You know, it was in it was in his uh, alien will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a pit up on a hill where they dump the homeless people, but for him, they were like, you know what? We'll uh, you know inscribe something very nice for this alien. In and meanwhile, here. the inscriber is like, yeah, you want me to inscribe this shit on this stone for this guy? He's <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> I just did Jack Lemons. That was pretty funny. Maybe this is funny too. He paid me in gold bars or a bunch of gold bars waiting on my back stoop. So I'll, I'll, I'll write whatever horse shit you want me to write. <laughs> that would be great if at the end, as they walk away from this site, they're just dragging a bag full of gold bars. That double hernia was so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is where Tracy Lord said she's gonna bring her employer a doggy bag. So yeah, adorable. Yeah. I I just I just love this so much, and especially when he shows up, I found that so funny. He was so like, excited so to talk to her. Funny. He was so excited to talk to her. <laughs> he had to come to dinner, and then he forgot yeah. he was hypnotized, and he could only talk <laughs> so much. 
<laughs> and then she's at first she's like, "What are you doing? We can't this wait till after dinner." Like she's not as excited yeah. about the news. Then he gives her some of the news, and now she's like, "Well, I want to know more." And he's like, "Well, I can't tell you anymore. I can't tell you anymore. dinner. What's what's for dinner? What's going on with this menu here? That's great." <laughs> and then we come back to they're eating dessert. They've eaten a whole meal. In I was gonna say, in a, at a place like that, they've probably been there at least an hour, if not more. So that that, that yeah. doctor was yeah. a buzzkill, yeah. yes. man. Well, the pastries are made yeah. in house. Also, so this place that. is decorated like a set from the cabinet of Doctor <laughs> Caligari. This this restaurant looks ridiculous. You have to expect Caesar the Somnambulist to start crawling up the back wall behind him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so. <laughs> For, oh, while this is happening, while they're having dinner, we're actually at that point in the movie, um, a sexy alien showed up, and I thought it was the birthday strippogram woman coming back dressed up differently, because as we said, there's a lot of blondes in this movie, and they kind of all look the same. Yeah. Even Each one a little bustier than the next. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, from his home planet, there are a lot of blondes, I guess, too. It's just there. Oh, Oh yeah, because even the dude was the long blonde haired yeah. dude with the beard. Intergalactic inter, inter <laughs> right? blondes, yeah. yeah. That's the thing, yeah. right? Ooh, some horrible area. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. That's why the that's that's why the <laughs> planet's like in a state of constant warfare. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Not enough brunettes. Had <laughs> brunettes and sense to sort of even things out. So, this so the. The business alien, so she comes in, and she's like, oh, I had to leave our planet. It's horrible. Everybody's dying. The planet's in such a mess. I was able to escape. It's great. Oh, P.S., that strippogram you sent? She was crushed in just a pile of mush when she showed up. And she's like a little, what, is she, is she in a little box or something like that that she hands over to the alien? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, why would you think he would want that? I got you, I got you so, a souvenir. Here you go. Yeah. so he takes her to the doctor's office he's like i know what's going to fix you up it's this blood stuff it's so great i've been doing research for five weeks to 30 years and i'm sure it's wonderful i'm gonna put it in you why i can't do this for myself i don't know why i need a nurse i don't know because i know the whole procedure but he is stupid because we find out that he gives her rabid blood yeah yeah He gives her the wrong takes from the wrong mm-hmm. jug. Yeah. Yeah. And afterwards, I like how she's like, oh, no, I don't feel so good. This isn't great. He's like, you know what? You'll normal out in a few minutes. It'll be great. Don't worry. Yep. You might be a little high. It's okay. You're around friends. And then he, and then he, has, he tries to explain <laughs> money and hotels to her in a way that no one would understand what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's like saying, uh, imitate sounds and gestures or something before putting her out on the street in Skid Row. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because again, they talk with their mind only. It's telepathy. So they yeah. don't they don't communicate using their words on their planet. It is um, great. It's just these two actors staring at each other the whole yeah. time while we get voice I you know, Doug, and even that 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 oh, I gotta say that that lady was painful to, to listen to. That that was a bad oh, yeah. voiceover. I don't know if that was even her yeah. actual. Vo- I think it was her voice. No, that was a no. That was a voiceover. Yeah. Um, well, maybe not. Actually. But she talks to the she talks to the new wave punks like she says. I am experiencing yes. discomfort as they as they push her into yeah. an alleyway. I'm like, oh, yeah, are yeah, you really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, 
So on her way, as you said, she gets hassled by some punks. <laughs> um, she beats them up pretty easily, and I think she murders that one guy with his own yeah, knife. Yeah, it, it kind of comes at a weird <laughs> angle, but I think the implication is he got mm-hmm. stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where we see a woman looking for her dog, and she's attacked by just, like, yeah. a silhouette. And this is a different movie, too. I didn't write down what the movie is, but this is not this movie that we're watching. It's a different it's, 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 it's movie. more missed. And I was like, again, I was wondering, like, the earlier scene with the dog, I'm like, what's going on? on here <laughs> have we entered john carpenter's the fog or something like that once yeah. once again you're right doug it really didn't feel like the same movie and then it's revealed that it's the it's supposed to be the infected rabid tralfamadorian or whatever wherever planet she's from you know ch- chasing yeah. after this poor lady yeah yeah but she stabs her a bunch yeah. <laughs> whatever <Yeah>. and then <laughs> she comes back to the doctor's office and just like dies on the table. (laughs) Yeah. This is, this is where I kind of loved, there's really terrible dialogue in this whole movie. And I know some of it's supposed to be a joke. I'm not sure if this is supposed to be a joke. Cause when this doctor takes off her glasses and see that she has no eyes, just cavernous holes. And he turns around and goes, we better get an ophthalmologist. I found that hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, somebody needs to do the research. What the hell happened to her eyes? Where's the ophthalmologist? <laughs> so we find out, for whatever reason, this um, alien was wearing a dress that Tracy Lord's character had designed while staying at this house a, a designer dress that she brought with her i don't know yeah well she must have brought enough clothes and when the when the alien lady first gets to the planet uh the the alien man says don't worry i've got some clothes here we'll figure this out so i'll just take her best designer dress <laughs> and put it on you and it'll be it'll be fine I'm not going to put her nurse's outfit on you. You're blonde. She's blonde. I don't see what the problem (laughs) is. Right, right. This is also a great line where Jeremy, she's asking Jeremy about this woman because he's the one who saw her. And she's like, did they look alike? And Jeremy says, yeah, come to think of it, they kind of looked like they could have been related. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's an old man and she's a very young blonde. (laughs) The fact that they're both wearing sunglasses is all they have in common. That's all he needs to have them be related. Yeah, they both wear the same brand of sunglasses, like relatives do. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeremy finds the corpses in the basement, in the furnace or whatever. Uh, This is when Mr. Johnson is trying to hypnotize Tracy Lords, but he shoots him. So that Tracy Lords can escape. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Johnson turns around and kills our favorite character, Jeremy. Oh, man. He and his giant jacket fall down dead. <laughs> Jeremy down. <laughs> Jeremy down. And she does say, why did you kill Jeremy? <laughs> oh, you killed Jeremy! <laughs> no! He was everyone's favorite character! <laughs> 
Did you like this when there's a foot chase through the park and it's just him telepathically saying, stop running, stop running. Yeah. Stop running. I, I, I actually love his line, uh, no place for you to hide. You can conceal your person, but I can find your mind. <laughs> That's actually a clever line. But yeah. It is that a pretty good. clever line. Yeah. And then whoever always wrote, find her mind. Yeah. And then whoever wrote this was so exhausted <laughs> and tired from high fiving themselves, they were like, I don't know, I'll just write stop running, stop running a bunch now. Hey Doug Doug, <laughs> I think there were six credited writers on Armageddon, so if that gives you an idea of what <laughs> <laughs> So also in tow is this cop. The cop suddenly somehow realizes like, oh, Tracy Lords is in trouble. And I bet that guy she's she calls. She evil. calls him from a phone. What was that? She calls him from a payphone. Oh, yeah, yeah it does. Right? And yes. screams. Like, he's like, can't get away. He's going to come. He's going to kill me. I can't. I got to run. But he's telling me not to. Uh. And he's not in a joking mood. He's not like, did I leave my nightstick inside <laughs> you? This no. <laughs> but he's Doesn't got a he cop drive buddy? through? Where's the line Who, of mailboxes that he drives through? There's like six mailboxes. He goes out of his way to mailboxes and traffic, and traffic cones too. I, I love yeah. how those shots are like the same setup. It's something like right up close in the foreground. Oh yeah, he's gonna hit yep. that. He's gonna hit yep. that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sweep up those mailboxes. Bring in the trash cans. Just circle the car back around again. <laughs> He's on a chase, folks. A chase. He cares less it's, about it, these it's things. It's not like a chase unless something's and... getting hit with a car. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is another part where when I was watching the old one, I fast-forwarded and somehow just stopped at this part. When the motorcycle cop is with his buddy motorcycle cop, who we never met up to this point in the movie, and they stop and he's like, you'll go left and I'll go right. We'll figure it out. And I watched watch the original. It's the same dialogue. It's two motorcycle cops. It's like, this is so lazy and also awesome because of that. It's 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 like they're improv and it's free jazz. It's free, yeah. free, free, yeah, free jazz yeah, policing. Yeah, there you go. It's yeah. like yep. scat. Yeah. You may be, ch you may ch chasing, does... after, you may be chasing after an alien, but hey, let's just wing this here and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but he does manage to hypnotize her. And he's like, you can go back through the portal. It's awesome. Your death will be quick. <laughs> and she's like, sounds great. I'm going to go back to the house now. So she starts walking home while the cops are after him in his mm -hmm. car. And they use the siren. Remember, everybody. Remember, at least mm -hmm. 62 minutes ago, we knew he doesn't like loud sounds. And the sound of the siren causes him to dramatically change course and drive off a bridge and explode. Yeah. That's all he needed. Yeah. And she's about to walk in this and I guess when he dies the hypnotization spell is broken and then she's like, well, what am I doing? I don't want to go through this portal. And that's <laughs> it at the end. <laughs> like, it's like, she's fine. He's dead. And now it's the end of the movie. Because we see the two of them, Tracy Lords and this cop, hanging out by the headstone, talking about, you know, how he was evil, but he's got a great headstone. <laughs> <laughs> and the headstone says, here lies a man not of this earth. What a confusing thing to see if you're just wandering through a cemetery. What a bizarre thing to put on a headstone. 
And then they walked away, and what do we see? <gasps> Another man in glasses <laughs> and a suit. And coming a, up behind. <laughs> right? Yep. Just yep. walking up to pay his respects, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> And, and that's at the it. end, yeah, that's or is it? That's question mark on the end. Oh, oh, God. To end this movie with a question mark. And yeah. then characters' names with scenes from the film, frozen images. It's so cheesy. And, so, awesome. some of the, and some of them are flubs, too. It's like you have a, it's like a, it's a shot yeah. and then someone's breaking out into laughter. I love that. Yep. The, I love that the doctor's <laughs> name. I'm guessing it's not a real name. Is Ace Mask? <laughs> like <laughs> uh, Ace Ace Mask. <laughs> I found this out too. It's a great <laughs> name, Ace Mask. Uh, I forget what his doctor's. I forget what his name in this is. Let's say Doctor. Let's. I can't think of a name, but he <laughs> plays the same character in the second Swamp Thing oh, movie. Okay. <laughs> And I think it's Ghoulies 4. Ghoulies go to college. Oh. I think I, I, <laughs> 3 then. Um, I don't know how they got into college. How they do? How did they? So, yeah. So he, he, in other Jim Wynorski movies, he comes on and plays the same character, <laughs> always as a doctor. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I just, I just yeah. love the name, Ace Mask. I'm just like, yeah. that's, that's an awesome name. Yeah, yeah that is. Cool. So, Johnny, I, I think I'll start with you at the end. We sort of give our overall feelings. I know it's been a while, like you said. It's been a while since you've seen it. Uh, you remember liking it yeah. a while ago. You liked it enough to buy it at some point. <laughs> so how did you feel this time rewatching it? Well, Doug, I'm a total whore for buying physical media, and I'm often buying stuff that maybe I shouldn't buy. But mm -hmm. in any case... Um, I think this movie is more fun when I'm not sitting taking notes on it. When I try to take notes on it, I'm like, oh my god, this I can't, I can't even pause this to catch up with this expository dialogue that's meaningless. Um, I think it's more fun to just sit and watch. Um, and to talk about with you guys, this has been a hoot. Um, I, I think I appreciate its absurdities and its flaws uh, more now after, after hearing some of the stuff you brought up. So... Um, yeah, I, I think it. I think it's enjoyable. Um, I, I still like it. Um, I really thought. I really think right. Tracy Lords is good in it, and this was her first uh, starring role in a quote unquote legitimate mm -hmm. film. So, I just think there's something sweet and pleasant about her, and I'm, and it's like mm -hmm. like you said, okay. obviously yeah. she's trying in this, and mm -hmm. so I, I I think it. I think it's indicative of where she would go in her <laughs> career. Um, so as a Tracy Lords fan and. I, I, I dig it, and as a cheesy sci as a cheesy okay. sci-fi slash Roger Corman fan, I dig it too. Yeah. All right. Um, I yeah, I think you. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I think you brought up two very good points about not just in, but like, I never thought of that. How the movies we do, if we didn't have to take notes <laughs> on them the way we do, maybe I would enjoy it more. But taking the notes almost makes like hits at home. Like this is ridiculous yeah. as I'm writing it down. Where if I just watch it, I might be like, oh, it's a little goofy. But I'm actually like the act of now watching it and putting pen to paper, which mm -hmm. I do old school Meets. pen to paper, makes me go, what the? And so yeah, in with this movie, I maybe had I just been watching it to just enjoy this f goofy 
fluffy 80s whatever watching and taking notes on it i was angry <laughs> at times and and just bothered like yeah. what does even happen what does this even mean why is she naked again why are these three prostitutes here or these whatever um i will say i felt the same way though about tracy lords i'm not a huge i'm can't say i'm a fan or not i'm indifferent mm-hmm. to tracy lords right but i did find it that she was doing her earnest best at performing and was really she wanted to make this work for her you mm-hmm. can tell um uh yeah so sorry i jumped yeah. right in all over you there dp but um no that's fine no i, I didn't yeah yeah no i i think i mean i i sort of let it be known what i thought is that i enjoyed this movie more than i thought i was going to because yeah here's the thing Johnny, when you told me what we were doing, <laughs> I was looking around for it. And it took me a while to find it on YouTube. Because for a while, I was like, uh, are we going to have to buy a DVD? And I'm totally fine with that. I don't like to steal things. But if I can find <laughs> something on YouTube, that's fine. So, And I found it on YouTube. So just to get an idea of what I was in for, I started scrubbing through. Mm-hmm. Just I wasn't even stopping to listen to anything. And I just kept seeing boobs again and again and again. And I was like, this is going to be tough. I don't know that this is even really a movie. I'm not sure. So I think then when I finally sat down to watch it, there was enough nonsense and enough just like goofy garbage where I was like, I'm in for this ride. Like, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. It knows it's terrible. Everyone working on it knows it's terrible. Mm -hmm. And when you're all committed and nobody's really trying to do anything legitimate, it's kind of endearing. It so. does make it a little more endearing, yeah. a little more yeah, charm I, I to think it. it yeah. I think it's so. enjoyably goofy because it's aware of how goofy yeah. it is. I think that's I think that's mm-hmm. probably my bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it I doesn't agree. take itself too seriously. Yeah, it shouldn't. Precisely. Yeah. 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 I think we're all kind of on the same page. We're at least in yeah. the same ballpark let's say uh so at the end of the episode we always give recommendations of movies to watch instead of <laughs> or maybe in to addition a to yeah. the movie we watched um johnny you said early on you were like you got something so i'm gonna start with you um hit us with what you got what you think people should check out okay i mean it's it's probably a bit of an obvious selection but as i mentioned i i, I dig tracy lords and not of this earth and other stuff i've seen her in i would mm-hmm. suggest uh, checking out to I think it came two years later uh crybaby by john waters oh, yeah. which is a lot i i just watched it for the first time a few months ago and i was just surprised at how much i Doug John Waters working in PG-13 family mode <laughs> and I just love the songs and Tracy Lords is just so much fun in that movie too along with the rest of the cast um, it's sort of an homage a send up of 50s greaser films uh, and, and, mm-hmm. and musicals and he kind of, John Waters really nails the period and again that's one of the it's a movie where the actors are kind of in on the joke and the self-referential nature of what he's doing with that specific time period so that is my mm-hmm. that is my recommendation great no good that's choice a good one. It's, it's been a yeah. long time since i've seen it but i remember liking okay, it cool. so yeah i agreed uh jamie you want to go i went for something i had just seen most recently because mm-hmm. again this movie is so crazy i couldn't think of anything that 
that I could relate directly <laughs> to it. Um, so <laughs> I, I, we recently started watching on, I think it's on HBO, a show called Made for Love. Um, it's about a woman who is married to this like tech, um, his name is something Benjamin Gogol or something like like. He's this tech billionaire. That sounds and like a he, fake techie name. Yeah, it is. Well, and he, they, they have this, they, they're married, they've been married for 10 years, and he inserts this chip into her brain. Um, so he, because they're made for love so that he could, so they could uh, read each oh. other's minds and wow. fall in love. And mm -hmm. she doesn't want the chip in her brain, so she escapes. They live in this, like, bubble together. Ray Romano's <laughs> in it as her oh. father. She is, and he's, he has a, um, he has a fetish with a blow-up doll, so she escapes back to her like it's real. It's really well done. It's kind of in a, it's like a dark comedy, kind of like a dark mirror or not dark Black, mirrors, Black mirror. Is that the name of that show? Black yeah. Mirror. Yes, yeah. yes, but not that actress is, the lead actress is really good in it. She's from How I Met Your Mother. Um, I didn't know. I don't know how I, I met your mother. I've never seen but a moment. I know that show was. I on didn't for know so either, but long. I didn't know where she was from, and that's what she gets billed first as. It's really, it's really well done. It's very, and Ray Romano does a great job, and the premise is really good, and it's like I said, it's got some. It's it's really well done. Oh, so, good. All right. Yeah, yeah. Made for love. I'm going to recommend a movie that I thought Johnny were going to recommend. I was a little panicked. Oh, yeah, I thought you we two may were, have yeah. our first crossover here, but when you said you were a Tracy Lords fan, I thought you were going to talk about okay. this. Uh, I'm going to talk about the movie from 2012 called Exition. Ooh. Is that, oh. is that how you pronounce uh, Excision. it? Exition, yeah. Exition, Great movie. Yes. So good. Such an amazing movie. Um, where Tracy Lords plays the mother, like an overbearing yeah. mother in this movie. It's really, really great. And her daughter, she has two daughters. One's kind of a kind of a weirdo, let's just call her, just to say that. And the other one has cystic fibrosis, yes. I believe. Oh. And is sort of uh, kind of like dying. And um, the, the one daughter has these weird sort of dreams and fantasies, uh, a lot of blood, a lot of gore. I don't want to give anything away with the movie, um, but I heard it was good. I saw it a couple years back and it blew me away. It's Didn't such a great movie. And she is phenomenal. Tracy Lord is so good in this yeah. movie as the mother. And, and just, I didn't see the ending coming. I didn't know where it was going. And Tracy Lord's sort of gets the final, let's call it lines of the movie. And it's, she's phenomenal. So I'll just say that if people, if people have not seen this, I mean, it's if you're a horror fan, you probably have. Uh, it's smaller. It sort of flew under my radar for a long time. But if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, I agree. Doug. She's she's fantastic. And I guess you could see that as sort of how far she's come in her act, acting journey yeah. as well. So I think that's the thing I was shocked by, because I don't think I'd really paid attention to her or seen her in anything. I mean, probably nothing big since Crybaby. I mean, she was in, you know, Blade, but she didn't really do much in that. Serial Mom, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, yeah, Serial, yeah. serial That's Mom. That's okay, right. Yes. Yeah, you're right. But anyway, yeah, so that is my suggestion. That's my recommendation. Johnny, thank you so much for coming on with yes, us. Yes, thank you. This has been you. so great. And how about you tell us a little bit about The Last Knock <laughs> podcast and maybe where people can find your writing because I know you write as well. Yeah, uh, I, d I do a, a bi-weekly horror podcast called The Last Knock with my buddy uh, 
Billy Crash, um, and you can find that at CrashBallsProductions.com and on iTunes and a million other places. Um, I also write uh, movie reviews for Crash Palace, and I also write articles for TheScreeningSpace.com, which is more of just a general movie TV writing site. Um, and I'm also on Twitter and Letterboxd. You can find me at Johnny Numb, and there are no H's in those Johnnies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have to say, listen, I love both you. I love Bill. I love you guys together. But every now and then there will be episodes where it's just you, and I kind of like that. Kind of, there's, there's something just about you, because it's so tough to do, because I've tried to do it, but just one person talking into a microphone and recording themselves is not an easy thing oh, to no, do. Oh, no, no. So when you're on just talking about a movie or two by yourself, I think it's great. And uh, I don't know if it was your most recent one, but when you said uh, Psycho Gorman is a big pile of garbage... <laughs> I totally agree, and I thought I was all alone. I was like, I thought I was the only person who thought that movie was garbage, and I was like, oh, this is great. Johnny hates it. Too. It's always it's always fun when I can connect with somebody who has a, the, the same unpopular opinion as I do. <laughs> I was really confused. I finally watched it, and I was so excited to watch it, and then it's like I hate every character in this. This little girl, I hate her so much, and this is the person I had to follow through this movie. I couldn't believe it. I why, it. Why is this intergalactic being not crushing to, crushing her to a pulp? Oh, that's because that's because it's a MacGuffin thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh God! And so we got to put up with this for ninety five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, again, thanks for coming on. This has been so much fun for us to have you, and for um, I don't want to, you know. I don't want to think too far ahead, but for an episode that comes out where people can actually hear you on our podcast. I, I hope I did good, that's all. I, I was sort of intimidated, as I told you guys, because of technology reasons before before coming on. So. Well, as long as you're not intimidated by us, because there's no reason for that None. at all. You guys, <laughs> we made that very. You, you guys, you guys are sweet. I don't, I don't see any like dark, dark sunglasses. You know, intimidation going on no. with you guys. So, nope. yeah. <laughs> Not yet. I thought about wearing them, honestly, for this recording. But no. Put on the glasses, Doug. Put on the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. As usual, you can find us on social media. Just go to our website, goodtimesgreatmovies.com. You can find all the links for everything there. Uh, and we'll be back in two weeks. Jamie, can you believe summer's <laughs> almost over? No, it's gone by so fast. I mean, we are recording this at the very start of August, so we still have some time left, but yeah, yeah. we only have one more guest remaining in our oh. summer of sidekicks. You oh. got it right. Good job. So I know I had to think about it. That's why I, <laughs> I know, it so you slowly. take a pause. Summer of saltiness. Okay, go ahead. So we will be back in two weeks with another guest who will bring us another movie to talk about. Uh, but until then, everybody, have a great two weeks. Bye. Thanks, Johnny. Thank you, guys. See ya.
I shall show you to your room. Thank you. I'm just dying to see it. You are not dying. I am dying.